This is the Just Live Podcast with Dan and Susie Potter, episode 17. <laughs> How do you realign your significance? In this episode, we look at kindness. What if our mattering comes from the inside, not the outside? We begin in 22 seconds. Live life. See the good days in it. Just live. Your life is a remarkable story and adventure that only you can create. We exist to motivate and equip you to live fully alive. Today, in this episode 17 of the Just Live podcast, we look at significance and kindness. The Just Live podcast helps you put living back into your life. So we've been talking about realigning. We've been thinking about a wheel. We've been thinking about juggling. Maybe there's a spinal alignment. In many areas of our life, we have to have things in line for them to roll or function properly. It's interesting. Sometimes when I'm heading across the city of Seattle driving, the chaos breaks out when people don't stay in their lane. I mean, if there is a <laughs> if there is True. a slowdown, it's because there is this car or two that seems to go back and forth, and they're out of alignment. If everyone just stayed in line, there would not be the traffic jams. The problem is often that one car is out of alignment. The same thing in our life. Many times we're out of alignment. One of the things we need to look at today is how do we bring significance back into alignment? So as we've been looking at this nine align tool, we started off with realigning our relationship with love toward love and then our thoughts with joy towards joy and then our emotions with peace towards peace. And last episode, we talked about how to align our time with patience. I didn't have enough patience there for you to jump in, I guess. Patience. <laughs> <laughs> got to have got to have patience there. And today, we are looking at the fruit of the spirit, kindness, and putting that together with significance. And I think you're going to see some new things happen. We found new ways of putting these two together really expanded our horizon and is giving us more perspective, especially in the aspect of investing in others. At the time of this recording, we're leading up to Christmas time. It is a time of giving. It is a time of generosity. And I think this is very timely for kindness and significance. Now, in 2022, there were many times when I asked this question, do I matter? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever asked that question, but for me, the way to figure out, do I have significance in my life, is I ask the question, do I matter? Or did that show matter? Or did that program or did that coaching time matter? Mm-hmm. I think matter is very, very important. Actually, I've, I've titled it Mattering. <laughs> it, what I'm doing right now, I'm sitting with Susie in my studio and I'm wondering, is this mattering? Yeah. What if our mattering comes from the inside of us rather than the outside of us? Hmm. So what that means is we know who we are. We know the significance. We know our value. We know what we can pour out into the lives of others rather than having others give us that significance that stamp of approval, that identity, so to speak. So when I'm asking myself, do I matter? There's some other questions that run through my mind. Who am I? What can I do? How do I know I'm enough? 
Where do I belong? When am I needed? Why am I here? I think as humans, we have to answer these questions because there, there is some sense inside of us that please, please don't allow my life to not matter. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be forgotten. But while we're here, does this moment, does my life, does my marriage, does me as a father, as a friend, as a coach, does it matter? Yes, it does matter. So often we seek our significance answers solely from the clear approval of others. Their response to us, their remembering us, their, let's say, like button, ding, of our existence often sets our life relevance. But what if our significance really did come from another place? What if our significance or our mattering, as you're talking about, actually comes from inside rather than outside of us? Well, I think I think it does come from inside because there, there are times in my life where I will do something. I go to, to a gen care place. We teach dance there. We teach painting there. And there is momentarily, yes, that was that was incredible. Um, and, but when someone says, thank you so much for coming, it feels good for a moment. But nothing is as great for significance, I believe, as as that kind act when we actually show up. And there's a couple old people there. And every time we're asked, can you dance with that person? And, and can you can you go and say happy birthday to that person? And just that act of kindness and seeing them light up, it lights something up in me. It It lets me know that me being kind mattered in this moment of time. You know what? I'm just thinking about this as you're saying this right now, is that one of your highest love languages is acts of service. Yeah. And so as you serve these people, your family, me, you talk about how much that lights you up and how much significance that actually gives you because you are a guy who loves to get the job done. For sure. You want to be a successful achiever and you want to serve others and you do that so well. And the beauty of that is that also brings you significance. Yeah. Well, see, the, the problem is oftentimes if I'm simply waiting for someone to give me the right response or maybe someone to remember me or maybe just push the like button, and it doesn't happen, somehow I crash. Mm-hmm. I was not remembered. Matter of fact, today, probably no one even thought of me. I mean, it takes me down this downward spiral. But when I'm able to get out and be kind, bring kindness to someone, it lights up inside of me that I think I actually walk away feeling better than maybe the person I helped. So you, with acts of service, it lights you up. It gives you significance. You said the external people saying your significance, speaking about your significance, doesn't matter. And I think that's interesting. It does matter to me. That makes a big difference to me. Speaking love languages, I have a love language of words of affirmation. So I need that external affirmation to help give me significance. But I also completely agree with you, the internal light up. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I think it does matter. Mm -hmm. I'm just not sure it lasts very long. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. To you. It does last a long time for me. At our Third Culture Kids Camp, 
We have words of affirmation card and cards and many people take their cards home and that act of kindness written down in words that they can look at and carry with them and put where they can see also gives them significance. But interestingly, it's an act of kindness that gets to be seen over and over again because it's in word form. Okay, so I'm saying this. <laughs> that significance can come from the outside. I'm not saying it doesn't come from the outside. Okay, I agree. But this is a new, This I think this is a way to flip it. If mm-hmm. we take the, the fruit of the spirit, there's a reason why the fruit is there. It isn't just, you want to join the good boy club or the good girl club, do these nine things. There is something deeper in that. And I think this whole idea of being kind, showing kindness, is not just about people needing it. It's about me needing it. And I think the research actually shows that that's true. Yeah. Did you know that kindness is teachable? Dr. Richie Davidson, University of Wisconsin said, it's kind of like weight training. We found that people can actually build up their compassion muscle and respond to others suffering with care and a desire to help. Hmm. So kindness is teachable. Like we can teach ourselves or by practice become better at kindness. I like the muscle bit. (laughs) Did you also know that kindness is contagious? According to Yamil Zaki, assistant professor of psychology at Stanford University for Scientific American, it is said the positive effects of kindness are experienced in the brain of everyone who witnessed the act improving their mood and making them hmm. significantly more likely to pay it forward. So if I if I just, just if watch someone, someone. If I watch someone. Now I don't know if that's going to bring long-term significance to me to watch someone, but it's probably going to inspire Positive me effects to do in something. The brain. Right. This means one good deed in a crowded area can create a domino effect and improve the day of dozens of people. Isn't that interesting? Because we're taught, at least I was taught, to do your secret kindness deeds in secret. You know, like secret Santa, secret sister, like secret sneak in the kindness. But actually, these studies say the community benefit of acts of kindness, acts of compassion. Build that compassion muscle and the community will benefit. Now, this is not really new research because if you look in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 17, it says, those who are kind benefit themselves. Now, get that. If you are kind, the benefit is to yourself. Mm -hmm. That's not a selfish thing. We're not being kind just for ourselves, but... The the proverb writer says it very clearly. Those who are kind benefit themselves. Scientifically speaking, let's look at kindness a little bit more. Kindness increases the love hormone. So once again, witnessing acts of kindness, this is what's going on in your brain. It produces oxytocin, occasionally referred to as the love hormone, which aids in lowering blood pressure and improving our overall heart health. It also increases our self-esteem and optimism, happy hormones, which is extra helpful when we're anxious or shy in a social situation. So, whoa, 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 whoa. So, like, kindness is also like a medicine. Oh, yes. Also, also it increases energy. Listen to this. About half of the participants in one research study done by Christine Carter of the Greater Good Science Center reported that about half of the participants reported that they feel stronger and more energetic after helping others. Many also reported feeling calmer and less depressed with increased feelings of self 
worth. Wow. So this is significance, wouldn't you say? I would. I mean, it reminds me of a story. Years ago, probably 20 years ago now, Susie and I were heading to a Christmas party about 45 minutes away from us in Michigan. And we're driving down the road. It was slippery. The snow was Oh, on, yes, I remember this and, day. And um, we're, we're heading down the road. We were about probably 15, 20 miles. That's maybe 30 kilometers away from our house. When off the side of the road, there's this person standing there. And I mean, it's really snowing, really it sleeting. It was hard to see the person. Yeah. And it was like, was that a person? And there weren't many cars out. That was for sure a person. And something inside me was just saying, you need to go back. Dan has these extra sensory feelings in moments like that where he knows he can't leave it. He has to go for it. So I got off the road, made sure. I mean, it was really hard to tell if anyone was even coming. I turned around really quick. I went back. And there's this guy just standing on the side of the road. He looks a little like a snowman because he's covered with snow. And I pulled up behind him and and I just got out and said, sir, are you okay? And and the guy was just shivering on the side of the road. His teeth were chattering. Uh, he, he was very red. And I, I said, are you okay? And he, he, he said, I, I have no nowhere to go. And I quickly got him in the back of my car, and I had a couple blankets, and I put him on. And, and he began to tell a story that that morning he had been kicked out of the house where he was living. Mm-hmm. He was about 22 years old, and he was just walking. Uh, he had no money. He only had the clothes on his back, and that did not include a coat. And he had nowhere to go. And he had nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. He was just walking down this road. And I couldn't believe it. I, I don't think there's ever been a time in my life when I had no place to go. Mm-hmm. And here he is in the back of my car. And I said, are you hungry? He says, well, I had lunch yesterday. And it was like, oh man. So, so we drove to the, the city that we were going to Lapeer, Michigan, and we put him into a Tim Hortons, which is a, a restaurant. It had a Wendy's there and we, we bought him supper and, and we said, we want you to stay here. We have to go to this party, but I'll be back in about an hour and I'm going to try to find some place for you to, to stay. And, and I got him everything he needed to warm up a bit. And he was there and we told the people at the restaurant, we would be back to getting, we went to the party and there was really um, someone there who knew a lot about homeless people and opportunities for them in the area. And uh, we got, we got a call to a a center that took care of, of men had no place to live, but it was another hour in the wrong direction. And we called and they said, we have one bed left, but we closed the doors in an hour and 10 minutes. And we were an hour away. <laughs> and we still had to pick up the guy. So we left the party. We ran to um, Tim Horton's Wendy's, picked the guy up and said, we found a place for you. And we drove. And it was it was really slippery. And we prayed a lot in the trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a little more of the guy's story. But we got there just a minute ahead of the time when they locked the door. And this young man looked at us like no one. No one has ever helped me like that before. He threw his arms around us and thanked us, and he had to get in the door. That was not an hour in the wrong direction. It was an hour in the right direction. Well, that's true. But it was now we were over <laughs> two hours from our house. Uh-huh. But, Worth it. But there was a moment there when he looked at me when I realized, wow, that action has created a story. It's created some significant, I matter in that guy's life. Now, I don't know where he's at today. We kept a hold of him maybe for a week or so, and then we lost track of him. But something about that act of kindness Mm -hmm. did something in me that now 20 years later, I'm still talking about it because God was able to use me 
to love on one of his kids that, well, no one else was loving on. Mm -hmm. And that is really a special thing for me. Significance, definitely. Another one of the studies says, according to research from Emory University, when you are kind to another person, your brain's pleasure and reward centers light up as if you were the recipient of the good deed, not the giver. Bling, bling. This is a phenomenon called the helper's high. Oh, wow. So I think that's what I, I mean, I actually feel happy. Another study says happiness. Harvard Business School survey of happiness in 136 countries found that people who are altruistic, in this case, What's that mean? people who are generous financially, such okay. as with charitable donations mm-hmm. of time or energy or whatever you have, were the happiest overall. So people were kind with their money. That does remind me of a time. Generous, generous, generous. Yeah. There was a time. Oh, I don't know how many years ago. We lived in Michigan still, but Susie and I had a bill that we could not pay, mm-hmm. and we did not expect it. It was a bill for a thousand dollars, and we didn't have it. We were we not were able. Praying about how that money was going to get and paid. So almost for a week, we had been praying, yes. God, send us this money. We, we live by faith, and. You know, you've never Still not taken care of us. But at Friday at five o'clock, we had to have this bill paid. And it was it was Friday and no money. And the mail came and there was no money. And at about 445, there was a knock at our door and there was a guy and he stood there and he was he looked very dumbfounded. And he just had a, an envelope in his hand. And I opened the door and. I knew him, but not really well. And he said, I have something for you. And it, God told me to give this to you about three days ago. And I thought, that's crazy. God, you wouldn't tell me that. And then yesterday he told me again. And I said, that's crazy. You know, God doesn't tell me things like that. And then today I was just really felt God was saying, go give a thousand dollars right now to Dan and Susie. So I left my job. I wrote this check, and I think it's for you. And we started laughing, saying, we've been praying for this for days. You said it's $1,000. That's exactly what we need. And in 15 minutes, we have to pay this bill. You heard from God, definitely. And this guy, he stood there, and he was like, really? I mean, (laughs) he was like, God's never spoke to me like this before. And there was this expression that he was amazed that the God of the universe would send him on a mission. I don't think $1,000 was a big thing for this guy. It was huge for us. What was big for him was that God would use him to be kind to us. And so we benefited for sure. But he greatly benefited as the one giving the kindness. Oh, yeah. Serotonin, like most medical antidepressants, Kindness stimulates the production of serotonin. This feel-good chemical heals your wounds, calms you down, and makes you happy. Okay, so here's what we're trying here's to say more, today. Here's some more kindness if you need brings drugs, happiness. <laughs> if you need drugs, take kindness. No, no, give kindness. Give kindness and you get the good things in your body. Another study about elderly people says people who volunteer tend to experience 
fewer aches and pains, giving help to others, protects overall health twice as much as aspirin protects against heart disease. People 55 and older who volunteer for two or more organizations have an impressive 44% lower likelihood of dying early. And then it has a whole bunch of lists, and it says it is a stronger effect than exercising four times a week or going to church. (laughs) That was right there in the list. (laughs) Thank you, Christine Carter. Kindness decreases pain. Kindness Hmm. decreases stress and cortisol levels. It decreases anxiety. It decreases depression. And it decreases blood pressure. These decrease, are all good effects. Does it decrease weight? I didn't read that study, oh, but... I could be um, kind and lose weight. That'd be amazing. Happy, happy, less painful, less stressed people do lose weight better. So here's what so we're maybe, saying. Yes. If you want to just live, mm-hmm. there is this sense of... Wanting to know, do I matter? Wanting to know, is there significance? And sometimes we depend on the intentional or unintentional response of others into our life, what someone said or whatever. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you something. If you want to be significant, be kind. Yes. It opens up all kinds of possibilities in your mind, in your emotions, in your body, and it makes the world a much better place. A number of years ago, we lived in Gdansk, Poland. We spent seven and a half years living in Poland. Loved those years. But particularly in Gdansk, we had a group of students, especially from Africa, who couldn't go home for Christmas. And we had a creative idea. Why aren't we, why don't we share our Christmas with them? So we created a whole day of kindness. Well, we didn't have family either there because our family right. was all in the state. So it was just us. We also were familyless and we were like, let's include them. So we had a few contacts that were from Africa. They were medical students. And we said, come and bring everybody you know who doesn't have a place to go for Christmas. So we created this act of kindness day, including gifts for every one of them. We allowed them to help us make our traditional Christmas dinner, turkey and stuffing and potatoes. So they helped in that process. We had a glorious food day. And we, we told lots of games. stories. We told lots of stories. I, I we one, sang songs. I remember one story from this guy, Dr. George, and he was from Guinea. And he said on Christmas Day, they would ride the alligator. And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And he said on Christmas Day, they would they would get chickens. And they would feed the alligator a chicken so he wasn't hungry. And then they would jump on the alligator and the alligator <laughs> would swim in the, in the river. And I remember saying, well, how do you know when he was hungry again? He said, well, we had to get off before that. So, I mean, I thought that was an incredible Christmas story that I have never experienced. I remember in that home in particular, we had one couch that had three seats. So there were nine or ten of us, and we just sat on the floor. Three people got to sit on those seats, and the rest of us sat on the floor. I got out my guitar. We sang Christmas carols, and we gave joy and kindness. And the significance that we felt that we made their life special. And in giving that kindness, we benefited from it as well. And I think that's the way it goes as well. So I want to challenge you this week not to waste your life. Be kind to someone. Have a random act of kindness. It's good for them. It's good for our world. But it's also good for you. You'll walk away with this sense of significance. Do I matter? Yes. Yes, you do. Because in us, there is this image of God. 
And when we're able to be kind, we touch that part of us that is divinely human. Mm, who am I? What can I do? How do I know if I'm enough and help others know that? Where do I belong and help others belong? When am I needed or when can I allow others to be needed? And why am I here? And how can we really give that act of kindness and that significant to others and benefit from significance ourselves? So the challenge is be kind. Random act of kindness. So may you live fully alive as you love your life, your world, and your God. My name is Dan. My name is Susie. Together, Together we, we are, are doozy. Live fully. And love fully. And thank be you. kind. Yes. Thank you so much for this time. Realign your significance with Kindness. <laughs> <laughs> Endorphins are oh, being released. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>